Today's show is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a premium free 30-day one-game-out trial specifically for listeners at the following URL, www.gameflyoffer.com backslash I-W-T-O. They're not doing it right. You mean how, like, the opening episode from last week was, like, the lowest rated episode yet? Sure, that's a great way to start that. Well, I mean, like... No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, that's a great... No, I, and, and I'm also saying, I mean, like, considering I feel like I've been reading that piece of news for every season opener for the show since, like, season four, it seems like it's going really well for them. Yeah, they don't need to do anything different. Because, like, even the lowest ratings means there's still, like, four point whatever million people watching. Right, and, like, when... I, I still did it with my friend back in my hometown mm-hmm. a lot. It was really fun to watch with, with people. And we made fun of it when it was bad. We enjoyed Much. it when it was good. Yeah. Um. But now, it's just not, like, a reason to watch it. The makeup's not that present anymore. They're yeah. not zombie Yeah. You know, I think The View really took a turn after 2012. The View? Yeah, that is, is that not what you were talking about? Um, I, I thought we were talking about... The other view, what the chew? Yo, you 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 broke my like, <laughs> you broke my rhythm. Like, oh um, my god. Yeah, you're welcome. It's March first, and you're here for another episode of It Won't Turn Off. So stay tuned right after this. Here's our theme music. Rainy Wednesday. It's a it's a somber Wednesday, but I'm. I mean, it's Thursday, but. Oh my! You said Wednesday. Though. I did. It's a rainy Thursday. Um, not a whole lot to do other than sit inside and wait for it to cease. Or just go. Yeah, or just go if you don't really care. I I didn't even wear a coat today. I'm just like screw it. Well, I I lost my umbrella. Whatever happens, happens. Which is annoying. Say but... lovey. Yeah. Is it under the couch? could be under anything <laughs> there's no way to know i'm gonna rip See, apart my room i keep mine hung up right behind my door so i always know where it is even though i don't use umbrellas because i don't agree with them well i i think they're useful for me sometimes because i can just you know yeah go you could just go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i <laughs> i have my legs outward because i'm sitting all the time <laughs> so my knees get really wet yeah it's no fun yeah that sounds terrible it's really bad sometimes whenever it rains i just like to just like run through it like naruto run through the rain and then whenever i end up somewhere they're like wow it must be pouring outside i'm like no i just ran what how does how, when would... you get more wet when you run through the rain oh yeah yeah. so the and Mythbusters taught me that yeah they also taught you that don't paint yourself gold well don't do that really <laughs> don't put glitter on yourself don't put a lot of glitter on yourself. Yeah, well, too late. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I'm just covered in glitter right now, yeah. head to toe. This is the glitter episode, guys. Hi. So let's talk about things that aren't glitter related. How was your week? My week? Your week. Um, fine, I guess. Um, I'm trying to think of things I consumed since our last episode, and it's mostly just more of the Dragon Ball mobile game, Dokken Battle. I got a good Vegeta, and we're happy. <laughs> it's great. It's a really good Vegeta, and I got a new Trunks after spending like three hours grinding for the right tokens. Mobile games are a problem, and I have a problem. Well, we've consumed about three things in the past week. I watched all of Netflix's Queer Eye. I saw a couple episodes of that, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked it. I never really watched the original because it was like 2003 when it came out. Um, 
but this is, it's it's very very good and each of the episodes has like an emotional hook to it which is nice for television oh yeah um and all of the stories are well all the stories except for one are, are pretty like actually really cool to see and like see these people's lives like actually change just because five exceedingly gay men came to their home well the the formula still works yeah. so i think adding on to this formula by uh because back in the day, it was Queer Eye for the straight guy, yeah. specifically. Yeah, now they, it's just Queer Eye. Now they're helping everyone. Yeah. Um, the one episode, they help a guy come out to his stepmom. Um, another episode, they help a, a comedian pick up this girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just, like, show him that he can wear contacts, and then suddenly he has, like... Eyelashes. Eyelashes. <laughs> like, gorgeous eyelashes. <laughs> Man, just button up shirts. It's crazy. Stop wearing single colored t shirts. Yeah. Or if you do, then put them with a nice jacket. Yeah. And Layers. jean. A nice jean yeah. with a single color shirt. Comb your hair. Comb your comb your hair. Like <laughs> Like it's not that hard. Or put on like a fine a good hat. Yeah. 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 Depends though. Dep- it depends on it, your style. It really does depend on your style. Yeah. We watched um, a very interesting Canadian-made show about handymen and uh, a competition between them. Canada's Worst Handyman? Uh-huh. Um, specifically season four? It, this show is wild. Okay, so it's old. Like, this is, like, 2006. You can see the age. Yeah, you, you can, can feel, feel it. it. Um, it's, like, palpable, and, like, everything looks kind of, like, buttery. Yeah. Like, they put... Vaseline on the cameras before filming it. Sometimes, and then they have these weird angles that look like... They have, like, yeah, Edgar Wright angles yeah. just for, like, random confessionals, and it feels wrong and <laughs> it, profane. And, like, yeah, there's there's something wrong here. Um, <laughs> but aside from, like, the ever-looming sense of dread that you get from the show, it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It's just five people um, that have been nominated to be, like, the worst handyman, and then they go through this boot camp to Which try and think... become a better handyman. Yeah, you'd think or it woman. would be... Right. It would be like, oh, I can just be a handyman, and you just follow the instructions and hammer a nail. Right. But, man, did this show prove me wrong. Yeah, there's this guy Oof. that, like, it's just like, hey, you need to hammer this nail, and he's just, like, leaning back, just like... <sighs> It's just, it's so stressful. I, like, I, <laughs> like I'm just sweating while watching and this guy. And his wife is just like, just do it. Just hammer the nail. And like, it's not that hard. Attack. And he's just, he's dying because he doesn't want to mess it up. It's great. It's it's really good. And this other guy's just breaking wood on his knee. Yeah, and refuses to use power tools. <laughs> Um, oh, and then kind of like the exact opposite of that, I watched like five episodes of the Great British Breaking Show. Breaking show. The breaking show. Okay. Yeah. Um, like back to back, basically. So it's like you get chaotic, chaotic, good Canadian television mm-hmm. and then like prim and proper British baking. Right. Cause I don't, you, you watch that and you're like, oh, they're going to rip each other apart because there's a, there's a game show. Yeah. They don't do that. No, it's super nice mm-hmm. and like very wholesome and very pure. And it's like, oh, I guess I, I messed up, didn't I? And then she's like, yeah. Yeah, it, you did. Just in case you don't know it's British, there are British flags Everywhere. around the, the whole The Union show. Jack is just always <laughs> present in every shot. Um, and then the old lady's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of the contestants seem like they have genuine like care and skill in baking. Yeah, they don't seem like caricatures mm-hmm. for a, mm-hmm. a sh- TV. You mean like they do with um, Cupcake Wars? 
Oh, you mean the uh, the archetypes of the cupcake? Archety- the, the, uh, the cutesy couple. The four horsemen of the cupcake <laughs> apocalypse. The cutesy couples there. The wild card, and then the I will murder people. Yeah. Satanic almost cupcake makers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's always very fun. Yeah. I really like cooking shows. Cooking shows are really like, fun. A lot. Chopped is like one of the best shows ever on TV. I would I would wager. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to watch the Great Canadian Baking Show. Oh yeah. Um, because Dan Levy is one of the hosts for it, and he's um, David on Schitt's Creek, which is a really good show. Dan Levy. I think I know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's. Yeah, I've seen him in things. Yeah. He's cool. Well, uh, last evening I watched, and last, you also watched. Last evening. A fortnight ago. We watched the... Um... Fortnite is 14 days. Yeah, I know. Okay. It's a fun word to say, though. Right. Okay. We watched Blade Runner 2049. We, we finally watched Blade Runner 2049, and I loved it. I liked it. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Jared Leto is in it. Yeah. <laughs> and he has this office. Mm-hmm. And it's just... He, it's it's a square, mm-hmm. and then around the square is uh, is water. Mm-hmm. To get to this square that is his office, which has like benches and whiskey, two benches, one whiskey, and like glass tables and everything. Yeah, you have to go upstairs underneath the water, mm-hmm. and then walk across uh, sequential steps that are step water, step water, step yeah. water, and there's dark corners to hide in. In each of the corners, just in case you want to hide in a corner <laughs> to be villainous. And he must have had a field day talking to the architect, like, like man, yeah, I need hiding spots, but I need to be small. I need hiding spots in all four corners of this room, surrounded entirely by water and fish-like robots. Hey, uh, Mr. Architect, what color gives people anxiety? Is it, like, yellow-orange? Okay, good. Okay, make the whole room. All the time. And then add, like, waves from the water being projected onto all of the walls that you can see clearly, even though very specific points in the room are shrouded in shadow at all times. If I don't look like God at all times, (laughs) then there's something wrong with this room. Yeah, it's like, that's the top of the building. Mm -hmm. So it's like you go up this very large staircase, and then you come up to, like, just this bullshit platform. Where he's just, like, waiting and postulating and, like, being philosophical. You made a quick aside about how there's freaking robot fish flying around the whole place. There's freaking robot fish. And they play. Like, it's weird. Yeah, they're robot fish with a concept of play that I Mm -hmm. found very concerning. But, you know, it's Blade Runner, so. Yeah. I really liked it, though. Um, I really, really did. I think visually it was great. Visually Um, it was amazing. Ryan Gosling was really good in it, but he's good in most things that he's in, so that's not, like, shocking. If it was tr- it was trying to do the um take the old slower sci-fi mm-hmm. burn and then use modern technology and to make it a little techniques. bit less excruciating, which is it did it was I think a lot more watchable than the original Blade Runner. Yeah, it's much longer though. No, it's not. It's like an hour longer. First one the, the, is the, like an director's hour cut. The director's cut of the original Blade Runner is like two and a half hours long. Okay. Um, Originally, it's like an hour and a half. The theatrical cut, yeah. 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 That's the one that um, was on my Googles. Harrison Ford didn't want to be there. No. Which was cool. He doesn't want to be anywhere. No. Except Indiana Jones. But nobody wants him to do that anymore. So, so. He, he's, he must be in just a very confused spot yeah. right now. Well, I would be too, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's been that. 
mm-hmm. more or less. Monster Hunter's still good. Mm-hmm. I'm still playing that essentially when I can. Um, and Hearthstone's update came out for the new year. It's Year of the Raven. And all of the dumb cards that I hate are being removed because of cycles. So I am very thankful. Oh. And I might play it again. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been watching uh, an, an anime called A Place Farther Than the Universe. Mm-hmm. It's about this girl, and she's like, my mom got lost in Alaska. Okay. And she needs to, she's like, I need to go to Alaska. That sounds like really good motivation. And then she finds a bunch of friends with similar goals, um, different ways of achieving them, but they all end up going to Alaska to uh, find what they're looking for in themselves and ec- around them. It must be really coincidental to find, like, four other anime girls that want to go to Alaska with you. Well, they don't initially. They're fast friends. It, it doesn't feel forced. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very wholesome, very cute. It's a uh, madhouse. That seems to be, like... Yeah. That seems to be a trend with anime this season. Mm-hmm. Just, like, a lot of wholesome stuff. Like, that camping one. Yeah. That camping one was nice. That just r- ripped off of the Jackson 5 theme song. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Copyright laws are weird in Japan. <laughs> Not gonna worry about it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, li- I like those wholesome shows. They they keep me calm and collected, so... Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you didn't hear it, but he rolled his eyes, but I heard it. No, I, I like, usually I make it, like, kind of audible when I roll my eyes, but this time I wanted it to be a little bit subtler. Right, but, well, that's More why subtle. I announced it to everyone. Sure, naturally. Um, so what's going on in the world right now? What news do we have to discuss? Not much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it turns out it's not, like, a very busy week for news and stuff. Which tends I thought, to mean next week will be a lot. I thought, like, a lot happened, and then I looked at Resetera, and I'm like, there's nothing. Nothing has occurred. It's just, like, a lot of, like, things we already knew and Xenoverse 2. Yeah. Which already happened. But don't worry, guys. We, 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 got, we, got, we got some news. Mm-hmm. We got stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's going on with, uh... Well. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, so I'm gonna say... PlayStation Plus's games for March have been announced, including Bloodborne, Ratchet and Clank, the remake, The Legend of K for PlayStation 3, Mighty Number no. 9 for Vita, PS3, and PS4, Claire Extended Cut for Vita and PS4, and Bombing Busters for Vita and PS4. Um, it was also announced that PlayStation Plus will be shifting to a two PS4 games a month model, discontinuing the PS3 and PS Vita supports starting March 2019. That's in a while, though. Yeah, you, there's a whole year before these consoles are outdated. Yeah. Officially. Now, let's compare the PlayStation Plus free games Ooh, let's. to the Xbox Live th- free games. Sure. Um, so we have, for Xbox Live, mm-hmm. you, the people that have paid $10 a month to get free games, sure. uh, you can play Trials of the Dragon. The Blood Dragon. Of the Blood Dragon. Yeah. Super hot. Brave, the Disney's live. The the what? You're you're you're. (laughs) Super hot. You spelled super god on the thingy. I did. Um, Brave, the video game, the Disney game, the movie licensed game, and Quantum Conundrum. That one's fine. See. (laughs) What? What's what? What's the what's the problem here? Y'all got Bloodborne. (laughs) 
Are you saying... We got brave. Are you saying that Trials of the Blood Dragon isn't as good of a game as Bloodborne? To be fair, I've always kind of wanted to play Superhot. Superhot's great. Like, Superhot's really good. Um, Quantum Conundrum was made by some students that were inspired, inspired by Portal. Um, and then, like, the team kind of worked with them to create the game. Um, it came out a while ago, but it's still kind of fun. Um, Brave, I know nothing about Brave the video game. Which means I need to get a month of gold so we can play free. a movie license game, which is always a fun time. Well, yeah, no, it's always a fun time, because two months ago we got the Kung Fu Panda fighting game oh, for PlayStation Plus. That was only two months ago? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that was really good, though. Um, it's still installed on the PlayStation, so. But yeah, you get Bloodborne and the Ratchet and Clank remake, two of the highest rated games on the PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. The good games. Good games. I'm excited for Ratchet and Clank because I, I, I haven't didn't played a Ratchet it. and Clank game in so long. Yeah, I, it's it's just a remake of the first one, but like with stuff from the movie tied into it. Oh, really? Um, because that's what the movie was. Yeah. So um, it has that big, big guy. It's got well, yeah, he's in all of them. I haven't played in a long time. Captain Quirk. <laughs> he's cool. Um, but yeah, nobody watched the movie, but apparently it was good and like really big budget, and so was this remake. So it I'm excited. Was on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, so that'll be cool. I don't know anything about Claire or is. Bombing Busters, but I know Mighty Number no. Nine's garbage, and I'm excited to play it for free. Yeah, that's what it should have been, for free. <laughs> we we talked so much about Mighty Number no. Nine, like during its whole launch cycle. It's so fascinating. Podcast. Yeah, because like it, it all bad things come from good intentions generally mm-hmm. and this was like we're gonna do it we're gonna make the Mega Man game that we should have gotten with Mega Man <laughs> 9 and 10 or whatever even though 9 and 10 were good yeah and then, they're Mega Man games I'm like yeah people are like no we're gonna do it it's gonna be like Mega Man X everyone's gonna love it we're gonna have an all star team it's gonna have gorgeous hand drawn animated graphics the original creator is gonna make it yeah which we have learned means nothing. Which mean, well, you said good intentions. I don't think that's completely provable anymore. Inafune was like, I'm going to do it. And then I'm also going to remake Mega Man Legends because Legends 3 got canceled and everyone wanted it. And then that Kickstarter didn't go, but the anime did. Anime? Yeah, so Redash was <coughs> the um, like Mega Man Legends clone, essentially, slash remake, with the Mighty Number no. 9 characters. Um, and there was an anime made for it. I'm pretty sure it was either A1 or Madhouse that worked on it. I'll look into it. Yeah. It's it's Red Ash is what it's called. Red Ash? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, Mighty Number no. 9 was obviously not received well um, after being delayed for a very long time um, and such. So, the fact that it's now free and available to play is honestly nothing but a boon for this lovely month. For this amazing month. Um, Happy March. There was that weird thing where you could get the, um, like, a retro box or something for the Mighty Number no. 9. Mm-hmm. If you... Uh, it was the Kickstarter thing. Part of the Kickstarter. Yeah. And, like, what you got, you got it super late. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't correct. <laughs> and it didn't, like, work. Yeah. Yeah? What's the problem? Oh, I'm just staying. <laughs> the, the problem is that, like, the unfortunate thing is because Mighty Number no. 9 wasn't handled very well, it kind of dampered a lot of other Kickstarter-based games that were completely legitimate. Um, just, like, kind of Bloodstained being delayed, like, 14 times at this point is mm-hmm. doing. It's, like, it 
it's obviously not the optimal way to do these things. No. Um, but it's easy. It's like, hey, I'm going to throw $10 at this, and maybe it gets made. Like, there's no guarantee, I think, at this point anymore. Well, if you're throwing money at someone more reliable, because we didn't know. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it, it was reliable because, like, you knew the brand. You knew the names. You knew the team that was working on it. So it's like, if you liked Mega Man, this was the thing. This was the thing to spend your money on. Because it in by all accounts, it should have been fine. Mm-hmm. People were really excited for it. Yeah. Studio 4C. There you go. Close enough. Yeah. It, it was one of those. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so so we'll see. We'll have very intensive thoughts, I'm sure, next week. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, breaking. Well, not really breaking. Came out yesterday while I was working, and then I freaked out, and then for the next two hours did nothing but talk about it online. Yeah, no, um, I could hear you screaming from across like the solar system. Yeah. Overwatch's newest playable hero is Bridget Lindholm, the daughter of Torbjorn and mm-hmm. goddaughter of Reinhardt. They're such good friends. I'm really excited. Um, so the new lore video came out for her, as well as the developer update featuring Jeff Kaplan talking for six minutes. And she plays as a flex support slash defense almost tank character. She's like a lot. Basically at this point, Overwatch in Overwatch's life cycle, the roles don't really matter at this point. If you've been playing it, it's more just like, what are you good at and what does your team need? It's not like a oh, we need this healer, or we need this tank. It was. It was, yeah. And, like, when everyone was starting, obviously. And I think the roles still help new players kind of mm-hmm. determine what they, what options they have if they want to play certain roles on a team. Right, I tend to go for tank first. Right, but now it's just kind of, like, do what you want. Because mm-hmm. it's it's definitely, I think, more balanced, even though sometimes it things happen, like Mercy. Like Mercy and uh, Bastion. <laughs> Oh. Um, Bastion's still broken, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. But everyone kind of has, like, a response to it at this point. Um, anyway, um, she increases team's life with armor as, like, her primary means of support. But then she also heals health based on a percentage of damage she does as long as you're near her. Um, and her weapon hits multiple enemies at once, which is good. Um she sounds like Moira's arrival. It, like, it sounds like she has similar mechanics that work differently. Well, it's Moira's is about like speed and group damage or group healing. Mm-hmm. Um, Bridget, it definitely looks like she's going to support Reinhardt very well, which makes sense. Which makes that's, sense. Like, literally her character. Mm-hmm. Um, like her outfit is. Yeah, she's she's Reinhardt Squire. Essentially, yeah. So <laughs> it's it's that, but. She has a shield that has 600 um, energy to it. When that breaks, she can charge forward um, and then wait for the shield to regenerate and also deal some damage. She can also throw her flail to knock things back. And by doing that, it's a physical damage. So if someone's getting hit there, they're going to heal some health while you knock someone away, Um, which is kind of cool. And... She also has her ultimate in which she moves faster and everyone gets up to 150 armor. That's permanent until you take damage, obviously. Um, and that, that lasts a couple of seconds. So she's out on the public test realm right now on PC if you're interested in trying her out. Um, I haven't gotten an opportunity to yet, but I'm really excited to. So she should be out on consoles within like two weeks, maybe. 
Her design's super cool. Yeah, her design's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's very very cool. Um, I like the the skills that she has. Her story's cool. I really like just like families and like the story like that in games. Even though Overwatch like doesn't necessarily need it, but like people want to see this kind of stuff. I think from Overwatch and from characters. So, correct me if I'm wrong. The characters that have come out post launch are Sombra mm-hmm. and Anna. Anna, Doomfist, and Moira. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, there's... Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. There's 28 right now, including Bridget. Okay. So she is the most symmetrical design yeah. post-launch character. <laughs> yeah, she's very <laughs> symmetrical. I, I, I just noticed that, like... <laughs> oh, no, I forgot one. And this one's very symmetrical. Uh... Centaur. Orisa. Orisa. You did forget How'd Orisa. I forget? She's so great. I love her. Yeah, I I kind of forget about Orisa, too, sometimes. Even though she's really good, and I do play as her a lot, so that's kind of awkward. Gameplay-wise, I don't really get her too much, but I really like her uh, personality and yeah. moves and stuff. She's, um, she's meant to kind of push with a group. She doesn't do a whole lot. She doesn't do a whole lot very well by herself. Um, so, like, just like the way you kind of are going to probably have to play Bridget, you need to stay with your group. Which and is really good motivation for ga- games For objective-based gameplay, yeah. No, let's just avoid the dog tags and just shoot people. That's what the kind of game I want to play. If Overwatch had a kill confirm mode, I'd scream. Like, I, I wouldn't. I would not touch that with the 10-foot ball. Yeah, you would. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. You would do it to get the month's special loot boxes that month. No. No. Mm-mm. Because Reinhardt would get a really cool outfit or uh, Moira would or something. But then there's there's other ways to get it. Like, you don't just get stuff from the main mode. Like, if, like, during events, when you play arcade, no matter what win you get in what game mode, it counts to get the loot boxes. Right. Right. Like, I don't, I don't mess with capture the flag i think it's dumb i hate it specifically in overwatch no no it takes like too long and it's very long and no one knows how to play it and everyone plays it as that match but you know whatever speaking of things taking too long sure david cage's next laughable attempt at creative and interactive uh... storytelling launches march 25th yeah detroit become human comes out detroit become human now i remember seeing a trailer which one because there's been like 18 i'm it was the the first E3 one. Yeah. I remember seeing it. I don't remember what happened in it. I remember they had robot eyes. It was basically just um, Blade Runner, essentially. Sort of. Kind of. Inspired. It's like iRobot, sort of, and Blade Runner. I cannot stand David Cage, his process, his personality, anything. I, I hate him, almost. Like, there's so many allegations against him just being a very bad person at the workplace, very sexist, et cetera, et cetera, to people who work at Quantic Dream. Um, and he doesn't care. Like, he's he's been called out for these things and just says, so what, basically. That's our, that's our team's culture. He says, no, no. But don't worry. Don't fret. Because either way, he still makes really boring games to play, in my opinion. Yeah, well, so, like, there's no reason to well, give him any attention. Aspect. And then there's the whole, like, he... In all of his games, if you've noticed, I don't know, but there's always really creepy, like, male gaze aspects 
to the games. So what like, are you talking all about? of the female characters are shown naked at some point showering, all of them. Yeah. In every game so far. Uh huh. Um, and it's it, the cameras, movements and stuff are there to be provocative rather than just show that this person showering, and it's just it's so uncomfortable and I I cannot stand it. Um, when they were making um, Beyond Two Souls. Oh my like, god! All the shit that happened with Ellen Page—that like, was a lot. He made a like a book, a whole booklet of like <laughs> baby pictures of her, so that he could quote unquote understand her better and get her to play this character that he wanted to play as. Um, and then Willem Dafoe was also in that, which I forgot about. But oh, I, I'll never forget. Yeah. Oh my god! Beyond Two Souls. Whew. Heavy Rain was uh, the first one. At least in the public gaze, right? No. Um, <coughs> Indigo Prophecy was, um, which is called Fahrenheit in everywhere else other than here. I think I've it was on Xbox. seen stuff for it. But yeah. the one I was uh, exposed to first was Heavy Rain. Mm-hmm. And, like... Actually, no. Before Indigo Prophecy was Omicron, the Nomad Soul, when he worked with David Bowie. And David Bowie was a character and also did the soundtrack. <sighs> Which was music from his album at the time, which was ours. That's surreal. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, there's oh just David Bowie songs in the game. Um, and he made some of the music for it, like the soundtrack stuff and like the fight music that's real bad. And um, his character is just like a floating blue head that talks. Oh. I hate David Cage. Yeah, no. As I was saying, the the heavy rain, I got in a lot of arguments because at the time, for some reason, everyone was really on board with heavy rain. Yeah, because I mean, it was cinematic, and well, because it was your, the first kind your of choices, thing like that. your choices matter when they don't. They don't actually. Because none of your choices matter in David Cage games. And like the voice acting was pretty terrible, mm-hmm. and like I couldn't look at it at all. It's a fun time. Jason. 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 Uh, Jason. Oh, Jason. man. Let's just beat that joke Jason. into the ground. Jason. Jason! Jason! Um, ESRB is adding labeling for loot boxes and in-game purchases on physical copies of video games now, so you will know on the label if it has loot boxes or microtransactions that you can then bitch about later. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit extra, but that's fine. Well, I mean, it's it's just kind of like I think it's them trying to meet angry people halfway yeah so like it's very clear that you know this is in this game it's not going to be a surprise that this is in this game and if it is it's because you didn't read the box you've been a pretty fair advocate on why um microtransactions are a necessary evil within games it there's i mean there's definitely definitely different opinions on it for obvious reasons obviously um in some states and in some countries it's just seen as gambling so they have to show, like, the odds of you getting each thing that could be in a loot box. In China, for Overwatch, they have to buy gold rather than buy the boxes themselves. So then it's not technically gambling. Sure. And then with that gold, they can then use that to buy the things that they want. It's like getting a booster pack. Yeah. So when it's – people are like, even if it's cosmetic, it's not okay. But it's like, I don't care. I personally do not care. If if you have something in your game, like like Overwatch, if it all it is is costumes that you can buy through gold or through other means, then 
I'll just save up for it and I'll get it when I get it. Right. If I get it through a loot box, fine. I don't spend money on these things no. as much as possible. Sometimes it's like I have like $2 on my PSN account. Sure, whatever. Screw it. But when you got to the Battlefield 2 thing and it was the random drops directly affected how well you did in matches. That's bad. That's very bad. That's very bad. I uninstalled that game. I thought it would be good. Yeah. It wasn't. That's, I mean, that's problematic. Mm -hmm. And like that isn't good gameplay. That is forcing people to spend inordinate amount of time and or money in order to get to the skills level that they want to be at in multiplayer. That is a bad game. Yeah. And it's just, it's flawed game design in general. Mm -hmm. And some would argue that loot boxes in general are flawed in game design. But when you look at where the microtransaction craze kind of came from and how it's from mobile games, basically, that started doing in-app purchases to get things faster or to get more resources for your Farmville or whatever. It's like that kind of culture was then ingrained with just regular-ass people playing mobile games. And then from there, you know, EA and Activision and publishers and developers were like, well, hey, we can do this too, and we can make a lot of money off of it. And they do, and they will. And no matter what people say about it, people are going to buy these things for microtransactions. People are going to buy more content for their games because that's what they want. And if you don't agree with it, don't get them. Don't, if, if the, the easiest way to directly you know, try and fight back against the microtransaction culture in publishers' games. Either don't buy those games or don't pay for microtransactions. It's like history has taught us these things. I don't know. Like, if th if things get qualified as gambling, if you have to be 21 or older in order to get loot boxes... <laughs> in order to get the Mercy skin you've been trying to get. Like... Oh, my God. It, the restrictions, I, I get it, because there are people who have addictive personalities or have gambling oh, yeah, addictions. No. If your loved one has a gambling addiction... Call 1-800-GAMBLING. Do, do what um, you gotta do. Like, help... Because, yeah, because then... What you gotta do to help yourself or help your friend. You know, the the issue, I think, comes not necessarily from games like Overwatch or Fortnite. It's when you can resell these things that you get. Then that is what I find to be most problematic. Like in Team Fortress, in PUBG, in other online multiplayer games that have loot box slash loot crate mechanics, you can then sell those things back to the market, and then you can try and make a profit. And then that is when you oh, get like into actual money. Yeah. Oh, that, that's bad. That's yeah. That is when you get into a cycle, and that's that is bad. when things need to be looked at and reevaluated. Injustice 2 is a bad example because they have both microtransactions and a disgusting $40 yeah. season pass. But right. their microtransactions by themselves, I think, are smart because you get them plentifully. Well, like, those aren't you, the boxes you mean, not microtransactions. You get the yeah. boxes regularly often. Yeah. And you get shown what boxes you'll get for meeting certain requirements, yeah. what boxes you'll get for doing different challenges and events and stuff. Yeah, and you can there is the microtransaction option in the game, and you don't even need any of the stuff because mm -hmm. competitive online play doesn't use any of it. Right. Like, that's... I think that's a more fair way of doing it. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I just... You know, I've, I've said my piece about it so many times. I've written about it so many times at this point. It's like... In a lot of cases, microtransactions were brought in because game publishers didn't think they were going to make enough returns because games cost more to make now. And they have not changed price. Right. But when you get into that point where you see PUBG, 
which made which cost like ten dollars in a like box of toaster strudel to make, <laughs> and then they're making millions and millions of dollars because people want to buy extra fucking shirts for their characters and then resell them on the black market. It's like there's a problem do with you remember that. Pillsbury toaster strudels. I do, yeah. You, like um, spread the icing yeah. on them. They're really fun. No, yeah. I I never really loved them, but yeah. No, Pop Tarts were always better. Right. But um <laughs> buy Pop Tarts for new Destiny exclusives. But oh my that's God. that's another bad example mm-hmm. of it because the Eververse completely destroyed any replayability of Destiny 2. Do you remember the uh the, that really old video of um I forget who it was. Uh Jeff Keeley, I think, who just in a chair with like surrounded by Mountain Dew and Doritos yeah. for a Halo 4. Yeah. It was a really the Doritos Pope himself, Jeff Keeley. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's obviously the microtransaction problem, capital P, comes in different ways and in different forms. And mm-hmm. in the United States, it's going to be harder for that to shift, predominantly because a lot of these bigger publishers are based in the United States and they are making obscene amounts of money through microtransactions. Um, in some cases, they're quote-unquote predatory. They absolutely want you to spend this extra money so that you can get the newest, the the brightest, the most extra costumes. Mm-hmm. But then in other cases, it's just like, hey, here's McCree in a traditional Chinese outfit. The best way to avoid this is, uh, for from my experiences, is just to do like 15 minutes of research. Yeah. Less than that. Well, that's that's the best way to do anything, really. It's like if if you see something that you may not agree with in a game or in a book or in a movie or right. or whatever, just look it up. See what the intentions are. See what people are saying about it. Um, if you're not sure of a game w- with having microtransactions, check to see beforehand. Yeah. Check before buying a game for your child if it has microtransactions. That, that was my mistake with Battlefront 2. I don't think I will make that mistake again. Inform your children, if you have them, of what microtransactions are, what boundaries you're setting with that. Like, okay, you can do, you can get 10 loot boxes a month or something. Like, let don't allow, I guess, this very easily malip- manipulated thing to have the negative power, I think, that, that it's having. Yeah, it's like the um, the whole children on YouTube thing where people have been taking advantage of their children yeah. to get unnatural amounts of views. Yeah, or, like, even misusing, like, the search optimization of YouTube with, like, Frozen Elsa Spider-Man Pregnant Baby. Those are the worst. Yeah, they're real like, bad. I tried to look up Spider-Man trailer once, I'm like, no. No, yeah. This isn't what I was You're not going to get what you want. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so so obviously the the microtransaction problem is a complex one, and and people feel differently about it, um, and and just like any like big issue, quote unquote, like this is gonna have many sides to it, and many people arguing about it, and many different you know interpretations. You're gonna have people who definitely have overspent on microtransactions because it was there and the gameplay enabled them to do so. Mm-hmm. And then that's that is where we see problems forming. And that's where habits form and that's when potential gambling claims are absolutely legitimate. But skins for Overwatch doesn't seem that bad to me. It doesn't you can still play the game. You get free characters. Not many games do that. Yeah. 
I, I, I've seen the argument, like, but if I'm paying for this game, then I want all of the costumes. Well, then you need to either play the game more or let go of whatever... I don't have all the costumes in Overwatch. Are there some that I wanted? Yeah. Am I going to pay to get enough boxes to get it? No. I'll live. Like, the... <clears throat> it's a weird argument because... It's, I, it's definitely I, a weird argument. brought up to me that aesthetic is gameplay. And I don't... I don't disagree with that because I understand. Like, I want to make my character look cool. Yeah. But you have to understand there's an operation to playing a video game that you're pressing the buttons and the buttons won't do something different because you're wearing an outfit because you can look up a mercy skirt or whatever like (laughs) it's there's i mean there's there's obviously there's different things like in some games yeah your outfit is different abilities or a different loadout or something um but in a lot of these games that's not the case yeah and aesthetic capital a trademark it it's important. I want my characters to be an extension of things that I find cool mm-hmm. or things that I think look great. Like my Moira, Moira in Overwatch is in the Soul Dynasty black and gold because she looks sick. But I didn't pay for that costume. You could almost say by playing the game and by doing the mechanics, you unlocked it through gameplay. Well, no, they just gave out Overwatch League tokens and well, you could buy I'm, costumes. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like. Sure. Yeah. No, I yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, it's it's a complex issue that we've definitely spent too much time on at this point. But yeah, I think microtransactions are not good. Sure, but they're here, and you have to determine what how you're going to spend your money. Vote with your money. <laughs> Use your dollars to determine what happens in the industry. If you don't like the way microtransactions are, don't buy them. If you don't like games like Battlefield 2 that rely heavily on microtransactions, do not buy them. That's it. Does uh, Monster Hunter have uh, microtransactions? Not at the moment, no. Um, they're adding DLC, but I don't think they're adding any type of microtransaction. What DLC is Monster Hunter adding? Britain? Well, Monster Hunter is adding different monsters and such. Um, Street Fighter V, though, oh. is adding crossover costumes with Monster Hunter. Because um, Monster Hunter, if you recall, had Ryu and Sakura costumes available. That took forever to unlock. And in Street Fighter V, you're going to get Monster Hunter costumes that take forever to unlock. And also 2,500 fight money. It's No, don't worry. It's not every time you forever want to attempt. because it, it's a hard thing to do. It's going to take forever because you have to wait a week to get the next <laughs> thing. Yeah, so you can now unlock costumes for Ken, Armika, and Ibuki. Um, being Rathalos, Zenogre, and Kirin, respectively. Um, they look pretty cool. They do look cool. Um, I'm not gonna go out of my way to get them. Hmm. I, I kind of like. I, I have Street Fighter Five. I have Season Three Pass. Yeah. I enjoy playing the game. When I get go on break, uh, I'm gonna probably get a thing, a PlayStation Plus subscription, so I can play online. But sure. I don't really care. Wow. About, like, doing something every week to unlock these costumes that don't look like the characters? <laughs> I kind of wish... Um, a bookie doesn't look like a bookie. No. I kind of wish that they were just released and you could spend your fight money on them just like any other costume. Um, I get, you know, they want to make it kind of exclusive and, like, once it's gone, it's gone. They're trying to make it a game. Right. It's, it's adding more replayability to it. It's going to get people... 
excuse me, it's going to get people to play the game more. Yeah. And more often, which is important. Yeah. Um, and that's the intention, but I don't necessarily agree, I don't think, with it. Um, in this case, it's one of those things I would rather just buy. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> I've been considering buying things in Street Fighter up and down, but, like, I'm waiting. Yeah. Yeah, because you never know when it's going to pull an Injustice 2 and then make a final, complete, legendary gold edition. Speaking, speaking of Injustice 2... Yeah, but there you go. Um... They're going to come out with their legendary collection that I thought was going to come out maybe in a couple more months because they were going to make more DLC, as they always do. Well, no, you never know. There's probably still going to be more DLC. I don't know. If the pattern's correct, they're, they're not making any more characters, at least. Right. Um, but you can, on March 27th, get all of the Injustice 2 stuff. You can get the main cast, the Ninja Turtles, Heck Boy, um... Mortal Kombat Sub Zero, mm-hmm. uh, Black the, Manta. The rest of those really memorable characters. Yeah. Adam, Enchantress. Enchantress, and uh, probably more. <laughs> um, you also get a premium Bruce Wayne skin, which I know Britain here really liked Bruce Wayne's face in the story mode. And oh, that was the same model. It was my favorite thing. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it at all and it was perfect it doesn't make me sweat when he like makes his face contort into different signs but yeah i think there's more you can get yeah there's there's a lot of extra stuff but it's it's essentially the what should have come out when the game released for 60 dollars well i i do to to help my own mental whatever I like to think of DLC as extra. Like, well, no, it is 100% extra. But when it's a fighting game, you kind of have to keep up with the characters in order to stay in the quote-unquote meta if that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. If not, then the practice that I've adopted with most games is just wait until everything comes out and then buy it. Like, Injustice is different because they have microtransactions and a disgusting $40 mm-hmm. season pass and a pre-order bonus. Pre-order bonus. <laughs> That you could buy later that's a character that you is, like, good. Yeah. Mm. They need to stop doing that. They did that with Mortal Kombat X, too, right? Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. And with that one, I bought the base game, and I didn't buy any of the DLC for it afterwards. And I haven't bought any of the Injustice DLC either, just because I didn't want to do that. But now, maybe, when this goes on sale for $30, I'll buy it. Yeah, just, like, you guys can get Injustice 1 for, like, 20 cents. You can get Injustice 1 for like 20 cents, yeah. And Mortal Kombat 9 for like, probably they'll $4. pay you to take it off their your, their hands. Probably. Um, but yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for, for games. I realize that we spent like literally half an hour probably talking about loot crates at this point, but right after this short break we'll be back with TV, movies, and more. So stay tuned right here to It Won't Turn Off. Stay tuned.
for you, the listeners of It Won't Turn Off Podcast, Loot Crate is offering an opportunity to save 10% on any new subscription at LootCrate.com. Enter the promo code BRIDGE10 for 10% savings. Sign up this month for the Playback Crate, featuring things from Back to the Future, Dungeons and Dragons, Sonic the Hedgehog, The Simpsons, and more. To save 10% on any new subscription, go to TryLootCrate.com backslash I-W-T-O. Again, that's TryLootCrate.com backslash I-W-T-O to save 10% on any new subscription. Enter promo code BRIDGE10 for 10% saving. So Walking Dead came back. Yeah. Walking Dead shambled its way back to our television sets. Walking Dead? Yeah. Oh. Question mark, question mark, question mark? Yeah. Do you, stuff happened that we can't technically talk about because spoilers, but it Carl's doesn't matter. Carl's dead. It doesn't matter because every news source has already talked yeah. about it and shown pictures of the character that died. Like, they didn't do this when... Glenn. Spoilers. Glenn got his head beat in. I did. Well, that... That's a different story. Yeah. Um, but... We all knew. Well, I didn't know. Everyone knew. That was back when I was watching with my friend before he moved. Anyway, uh, we we see that the whole tease with him waking up in the hospital is nothing but nothing. Yeah. Uh, nothing means nothing, as Macho Man Savage once said. Correct. And uh, in peace. maybe at the end of the season, the villain Negan will finally... Die? No. In the comics, spoilers, he doesn't die. He becomes sort of an ally. They all team up. Right, because when we were watching Walking Dead and then Negan shows up for the first time, I was told by many accounts that once I know his backstory, I won't, I'll sympathize with him. No, you never sympathize with him. No, I can't. It's it's so ridiculous. But anyway, um, I don't care. I've checked out many moons ago. At this point. But, like... I only care because, like, it in its run, it did give me my the best, like, relationship with a friend I ever had in high school. Where we just watched Walking Dead every Sunday night or wow. whenever. Yeah, no, it's a touching story. But, uh... I'm touched. I, I'm... Anyway. Sounds straight. <laughs> and we would make fun of it and enjoy it. But now, there's just no... Like, there's no zombies anymore. There are. There are. But, but are they don't there? matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't... They, there are no stakes. I don't... F- there There has been... There hasn't been any, like, heightening of stakes Maybe in I'd feel it forever. if I saw Carl die, but I didn't. And it, I just got... It got revealed, like, 20 minutes after the episode. Every news source was like, Carl dead. Also, it's Carl. Yeah, well, he was supposed to be, like the Gohan of the thing where he carries on the legacy. No, but now he not, actually he is Gohan. Supposed to do that. He's alive in the comics. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people that, a lot of characters that people like. Yeah. In the comics. <sighs> but it doesn't have everyone's favorite character, so. Well, every premiere has gotten like what? Less. Half as many? No, well, it's been like, it's been like 10%. Drops each time. That's still a lot. This is, this is like considering it's like what going on for another three seasons confirmed. Mm-hmm. AMC 
this is their show. This is, like, the show. Mm-hmm. They don't have Breaking Bad anymore. Yeah, but they got Talking Dead with Chris Hardwick. Oh, I hate Chris Hardwick so much. Why? He's just, like, very awkward. And, like, there was one where the one episode I stayed up to watch of Talking Dead, mm-hmm. they were talking about, like, bondage and stuff, and he's like, oh, man, I, I'm so, like, not bondage, something much more gross. It was, like... Right. Oh, what was it? This is riveting audio. <laughs> I I used to watch a lot of G4, so I liked Chris Hardwick because he had his own thing there and was on Attack of the Show a lot. So He was aroused by, like, blood and stuff, and he said that it wasn't, I doubt, it was a joke, 100%. Mm-hmm. And, but that's just one of the examples of how he just, like, says things to try and be funny. Well, that's, that's yeah, that's him. Yeah. Right. And then he has At Midnight also. Which is just saying things. It's probably better. I know Alaska and two other drag queens were on at once. I forget who. Maybe Roxy Andrews? I don't know. But they were on it, and then it was just, like, <laughs> really boring. Mm. He There was a show on Amazon. Not Amazon. There was a show on AMC it was called Preacher, and it's probably yeah. going to get another season. Well, I mean, Preacher also based off a comic book. Yeah. it The second season goes in a weird direction, and it starts to be really bad. Oh, good. Where characters are supposed to learn a lesson, but they don't, and then they reuse the same plot device in the next episode as they did in the last episode. Anyway. You mean like Breaking Bad? Yeah. Yes. Great. And instead of, like, having a clever title for his Talking With the Cast show, Chris Hardwick just calls it Talking Preacher. Yeah, that's fine. No, there's so many things. The word is preacher. Like, preaching it. Preaching to the choir. I don't know. This seems a very nitpicky thing to be upset about. (laughs) Talking Talking dead is a pun. You know what I thought was a pun, and then I kept reading it? What? Kristen Wiig is apparently going to play Cheetah in Wonder Woman 2, maybe, potentially? Well, she's probably going to be, like... Which is absolutely a decision to make, but, like... Maybe she, like... But have you ever seen her in a more serious role? No. Maybe she has those chops. Her most serious role is in Skeleton Twins. (laughs) Have not seen that. Which is a drama. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's fine, but, like, I don't think she's ever been in, like, an action-oriented thing, so... That'll be interesting. Maybe it's just going to be a different interpretation of Cheetah. Like, that's fine. She was in The Martian? Yeah. I saw that movie. I know I did. And then speaking of superheroes, um, Chris Hemsworth is apparently going to star in a Men in Black spinoff being directed by the same guy that directed The Fate of the Furious. And Steven Spielberg is going to bring his wrinkled ass in as executive producer. So is he just going to be the character he is in everything that is in Marvel and just be a dumb person? A dumb person that's casually disinterested? Yeah. Probably. Like in Ghost... In Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, he was just a dumb person. No, that he was, was his, so was dumb, like, unrealistically Aggressively so. Aggressively dumb, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> I would say that. <clears throat> but, but, yeah. Yeah. So, is there anything you're looking forward to coming up in the couple, in the, in the week, in the weeks? I'm hoping something gets revealed, because I'm kind of in this Dragon Ball rut as it were. Is it because Super didn't happen on Saturday? And we have to wait until this Saturday to see Goku turn into Ultra Instant Mastered Form, or whatever it's called? No, it's because Dragon Ball games seem to be more updated than anything else right now. Mm. Like, we're gonna get the 
the Fighters DLC. Yeah. The Xenoverse 2 DLC just came out. Yeah. Um, Fighters, or not Fighters, Super keeps coming out. Yeah. Well, for like two more weeks. For two more weeks, which is still two more weeks. Yeah. I still haven't finished Fusions. I don't know. I need like Nintendo to reveal the Pokemon. Yeah. You need something other than Dragon Ball in your life at the I moment. I do. Yeah. Because then I'll just become someone who obsesses with one uh, entertainment mm-hmm. and starts yelling about that. And, you know, mm-hmm. we don't want that. I wonder I wonder what that type of person must be. Like, you, but, like, just super into the Dragon Ball fandom. Mm-hmm. So I just start, like, talking about... Screeching about your OCs. About my OCs and how, like... Man, people are really mad at me because I ship Gohan and Bulma. Ew. You, I would be mad absolutely at, I would be mad at you if you shipped that. God, it's like Hermione uh, and Malfoy. Ugh. Uh, yeah. That's a thing, though. It's a, that's like it's a big thing. A thing. It's gross. Um, but hey, as soon as Super ends, we get Drag Race Season 10. Oh, yes. So It's almost Dragon Ball. It's almost Dragon similar Ball. Similar outfits. There's still there's similar outfits. There's <laughs> power levels. Mm-hmm. There's everything. Competition. Competition. I'm excited. Jiren's in it, I hear. Yeah, that's a that's Yuriko Hara. <laughs> Same build. Just disguised, because he's a he's an alien gray who's also beefy. That's yeah. That sounds about right. That's awesome. Yep. So yeah, so that's that. That's what's happening. That's what. That's all the news you needed to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and our hot takes that I'm sure you were craving. So I was craving it. Um, and since I didn't say it on, were you even listening? My other podcast about music. Oh. Um, which we recorded on Tuesday, which was also my brother's birthday, but he doesn't listen to that, so I'm going to say it on here. But happy birthday, Brandon. Happy birthday, Brandon. Yep. Um, so yeah, so that's it for this week. Stay tuned for more episodes of It Won't Turn Off coming to you every Thursday. I'm, yeah, enjoy. Signing off. Signing off.